TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. How much of those opportunities will we get a chance to watch now? I mean, you Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you can call it as a coach. I'm going to take that dude out the game. Let me get him. Have you done any of that with the coach? Of course. Of course. That's, I mean... Uh, you, you guys, come on, it's me now. Like, you keep, right. I mean, it's me, keep it real. That's, of course, that's what I'm asking for. That's what I want. Um, you know, if, whoever you think your best man is, put me on him. Let me, let me help the team win this game. That's what it's all about. But, you know, there are different areas where we might have to do something different because it might put the team in a better position to win. So, uh, you know, where, wherever the game may take us, it, it'll take us. And we're going we're gonna to do what we got to do from there. But, you gonna get you gonna get to see the, that matchup. You gonna you gonna have your opportunities to see it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready for him. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. Second hour, late night with KJ on WEEI or 93.7 in Boston and across New England. Thank you so much for hanging out, Jalen Ramsey, talking to Michael Irvin, saying, "Hey, it ain't no fun if I can't go one on one." I'm sorry, on Jamar Chase. You know that song right there, It Ain't No Fun, is one of the songs that will not be played at halftime by Snoop Dogg. I, I can guarantee that unless a bunch of letters come into the... Do you know what that song is about? Plus, Snoop is in a little bit of trouble right now. Pick up the news and find out. But what's interesting about the Super Bowl Sunday, and this is the first time in a while that I've heard more chatter about the halftime show than the actual game. And here's my theory on that. The Rams, in an old, old way, are a historical team, but they're really new to their surroundings, their location, and plus where they just left. It's not like a bunch of people in St. Louis are like, yeah, go Stan Kroenke and the Rams in L.A. And the Bengals, where I'm blessed to have remembered when they made it to their last two Super Bowls. One, I was a kid. The other one, I was still a kid. And now the third, I'm thinking, okay, they keep doing it at this rate. The next time they make it. I might be that woman who's telling the tale of the Titanic. It was so many years ago. I think it's going to be a good game, It's but it's got to be great. It's got to be great. And I'm just going to tell you something, and this is going to be a little bit of a social soapbox. I'll stay on for a second. There are going to be some knuckleheads who are just going to be in their rage because their girls are dancing to the next episode in front of the TV, and they tweet, Get this rap crap off of my television. <sighs> Bunch of thugs and criminals. They'd rather see sweaty Adam Levine. Well, that's okay. I like Adam. I have a picture with him. Very nice guy. But my thing is, rap, re- recognize that if, if your girl's dancing to this music and she likes you, she can walk and chew gum at the same time. Let it go. That's why I think you hear a lot of talk about the halftime show more than the game itself. And again, like I said, the game has to be great because we're not talking about two historic teams. And gosh, more, I mean, it's like Tom Brady is like Doritos versus the store brand chips, right? Like, and this is no plug for Doritos at all, but just go with it. They're just some things you just call what they are. No one calls them nacho chips. It's like buying Doritos or nacho chips. Tom is that bag that you know exactly what you're going to get out of when you take a bite in it you put him in the Super Bowl, you know you're either going to get one of two things. A miracle by the guy, or someone has his kryptonite. It's like Superman. Like, do the Eagles really have the kryptonite that could beat Tom Brady? It, it spawns a reaction. 
No kryptonite involved between Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. Huh. But when you think back on Super Bowls in the past, in the recent past, there haven't really been any games that didn't have some storyline going into it. Like even the Rams game with the Patriots, that was kind of boring, but not to a Patriots fan. It was just a boring game, you know, to see like, you know, they only scored three point points. It's like that meme is like, do something, do something. So Aaron Donald was in that game and he says, look, right now, all it is for him is getting a championship. I just play. I, I, there's a lot of great players that played before me that I respect. A lot of great defensive players. I want to win a Super Bowl because that's what I want to accomplish. That's just something that I want to accomplish personally. So, um, everybody got things they want to accomplish in their career, things like that. The only thing that I'm lacking and the only thing that I want is being world champion. So, me personally, you know, the past couple of years, that's all I've been working for is trying to win and be at this point. So, it's always an honor and a blessing to be talked about highly like that. But, you know, uh, being a world champion is just something that I want to accomplish because that's what I want to accomplish. And ain't because no certain stats or nothing like that that make make it look a little better. It's just what I want to do. It won't be fun if Joe Burrow is on the run. It could be that game. Aaron Donald could have three sacks in that game. Cincinnati, their weak their weakness, offensive line. Strength of the Rams, their front seven. It could be ugly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there'll be enough time to do it. Ain't no fun at halftime with Snoop. I wouldn't recommend it, though. I'm just thinking, I, I, I might sit there and watch Twitter just at halftime. I might even turn my head away from the performance because I know all those songs. Just to see what people are having to say and in their feelings. If Cincinnati has a real chance, two things really have to happen. Matt Stafford needs to be making mistakes, two, maybe even three interceptions. Joe Mixon's going to have to be able to run the ball effectively and keep the clock in the in the in the favor of Cincinnati. And T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd are going to have to go off. Because I don't know if CJ Uzama is going to be. I don't he's going to say he's going to try and do everything to be back there, but we're we're not talking Terrell Owens in that Super Bowl where it was just like, man, I will always respect that guy. The Donovan McNan guy, not so much. So I don't I don't foresee him being that type of Superman when you're not, you know, you're not the bread and butter of that offense. You're a great complimentary piece. You could probably get that production out of the backup tight end. But Higgins and Boyd are going to have to go off. And that's going to mean like a, a Jalen Ramsey asleep at the wheel. The pass rush is not getting there from from the from the Rams. And and again, these things just do not seem like they all fit together as a congruent puzzle piece in this game. Rams, all they have to do is just do what they've been doing. But gosh, it it, it really does. It, it it really stinks to think that if there's not that over-the-top play to Cooper Cup at the end of that Tampa game, does Tampa go on to beat, you know, Jimmy G and the 49ers? Oh, yeah. And even if this was Joe Burrow against Tom Brady, then now you got the Brady storyline. This could be the future one. We talked to Joe Montana. He reminds us a lot of Montana. He, he says some similarities to Brady, maybe with a little bit. You got more things to build up. You know, they're, they're really trying to push the narrative like, could Matthew Stafford be in the conversations of one of the all-time greats if he wins this game? Uh, I'm going to take no for 200, Alex. No. No. It does separate him a little bit, doesn't it? From, from like, the Philip Rivers group? Yeah, but again, at this point, because the way the NFL is now and the way the rules have changed, you're going to have a lot more quarterbacks getting into the Hall of Fame. I mean, think about it. if you just, just me saying Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Gross. I almost, I almost feel like I'm about to throw up when I say that. But I have to be honest with myself in the terms of way things lay out. Eli's going. Philip Rivers is going. Drew Brees is going. I think Matthew Stafford may have to wait because if if he gets that one, does it put him on a Drew Brees level? No. You know, if he gets one, does it put him on an Aaron Rodgers level? No. So it's like, yeah, you can get one, but at the same time, your your entire body of work still matters. Like, he's got to win probably an MVP. 
He's probably got to take that a, a, a rebuilt team from scratch, but has a budget and is willing to spend. I don't know if that was a situation with Detroit, where, okay, at a reconstructed team, he takes another team to the Super Bowl. Maybe he doesn't win. I would probably put him in the right at the Kurt Warner level, just below Kurt Warner. There's some similarities, right? Struggle, then suddenly some success, and then kind of waning time, you know, when Kurt Warner was actually the backup to Eli for a second, and then gets the second act in Arizona and takes them to the Super Bowl even though they lost. It's kind of similar to Kurt Warner, I would put Matthew Stafford in in, in that basket. So my prediction for the Super Bowl, Rams 31, Bengals 21. Now you heard me do a lot of props earlier for Super Bowl bets. That's why I separated it for, hey, if this is something going for the Bengals, here are five parlays you could play together. If it's going towards the Rams, that's why the Rams parlay only paid out 24 million. Like I'm saying, only paid out 24 million on a $100 bet, right? And why the the Bengals won paid out $222 million on a $100 bet. And even with the Rams, the big thing that put it over the top was the exact score of 31-21. Right? That's like you, you have to have a, an absolute science. But would you be mad at the person who, like, you know, got backed into taking the squares of three and two at the end of quarter one and wins the whole, like, wins a bunch of money? <laughs> Squares, you, you play those, Matt? You play squares, the office squares when they have them available? Like places I used to work, they used to have them. I like yeah. to... Oh. That wasn't, oh. That wasn't my mic at all. Um, <laughs> uh, we have the squares going on in the office around here, but I didn't get in on it, honestly. I, once the Patriots were out, I, I sort of tune out of football a little bit. I, I know it's probably sacrilege for some football fans, but we also have a fantastic uh, basketball and hockey team going on, so... I don't like to tie my money up in something I'm not fully invested in. Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing with the Super Bowl is because a lot of money is moving, and that's like that's even the purpose of squares. Like, let's be honest, probably the person who's who's creating the squares immediately buys like three and zero for the first quarter, and then buy like seven and three for the second quarter, right? And then offer up the squares for everybody else, right? Because after that, it becomes a crapshoot, you know, with the with the ending numbers. So. I, I hope that the game is entertaining, but just the general energy and buzz, it just doesn't seem like it's there. And I think sometimes when there's lower expectations, you can get greater things to happen. We'll have full coverage leading up to the kickoff. And, of course, the Super Bowl plays here on WEEI on Sunday. So, obviously, if, you, if, if you're like one of those people like, okay, I can still run out and go do some things and not sit in front of the TV because Tom is playing or because the Patriots are playing – then you can stick it on in your car, listen to the game as you're going along. Like I said, this is this is this is the greatest friend you can have is radio. It's like when you're not thinking about it, it's telling you about it. All right, Matt, hit that button where it's time to trend. Am I supposed to hit it now? Hit that button now. Right now? <laughs> right now. Okay, this is the time for it. <laughs> your exclusive home of Red Sox baseball. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Here's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. All right, first story is a little bit of a rumor mill story, but I find it very interesting. Julian Edelman said he was not surprised that Tom Brady retired, and yet he he told Tom Curran he wouldn't be surprised if he returned to play football again. Reports recently have indicated that Tom and the Niners could be a fit with Jimmy G getting traded out. I mean, that would just be heartbreaking for everybody involved, I think especially especially Robert Kraft. Well, for Aaron Rodgers it would be because Aaron Rodgers would be like... Yeah, him too. But he I think Robert Kraft would be kicking down doors if he watched Tom go to the Niners after all yeah, this. But, but the, the, again, then again, could you really bring Tom here for a year after all this energy you invested in Mac? Right. And what is that? And what does that do to Mac? You're like, Mac, we love you, but let's put that love on hold for a year. Yeah, and I mean, I preface this whole thing with it's it's the rumor mill, but it is yeah. it is a bit of a story. It's what people are going to be talking about a little bit, so... Whatever. Tune in. There is cap space. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics hosted reigning MVP Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets tonight at the TD Garden and got their seventh straight win on the heels of a, a pretty big game from Jason Tatum. A little bit of a shooting struggle at certain points, but 24 points, six rebounds, five assists. Al Horford, nine points, 11 rebounds. Robert Williams, 15 points, 16 boards, three blocks, two steals. I did see a couple of tweets tonight, KJ. Robert Williams should start 
he might start leaking into that defensive player of the year candidacy with some of these performances. Well, Clutch like block tonight. Well, I like he's leaking into getting 10 shots a game because he's, yes. I mean, he's, he's shooting like 75% from the field. That's crazy. Highly, highly efficient. Big story of the night, though. Derek White made his debut. 15 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, 3 of 7 from deep. And uh, Scalabrini caught up with him after the game and asked him what the last 48 hours were like. It's been a whirlwind. Um, I was shocked when I got traded, but um, I'm extremely thankful to be here, and I'm, I'm happy to be in Boston. I think this other one's kind of important to play, too, because he was asked about, you know, melding with Tatum and Brown, but he does kind of know them already. Yeah, um, I mean, that USA experience was huge. I'm um, just getting to know them as people and stuff, but um, I'm excited just to keep growing with them, and uh, it's going to be a fun rest of the season. So if you didn't catch the game, that's your first taste of Derek White. He seems to be a really good fit for this team, really positive kid, and seems to be excited to be playing with guys that he has experience cleans with from up Team the USA. Mess. He cleans up the he mess. He does clean up the mess. Very composed player. Only other note on the Celtics, they're planning on signing Sam Hauser and Luke Cornett to deals for the rest of the season since they now have so many openings, open roster spots. They still have a couple of names like Isaiah Thomas, Derek Favors, and Taco Fall have been floated as potential fits on the buyout market and free agents. They just have to fill the roster. So, I mean, there's plenty of guys out there that, that could fit just for uh, the rest of the season as depth pieces. And the Bruins last night were torched by Carolina once again, 6 nothing. As I said the first time during trending, you can't blame Tuca for this one, but I think somehow KJ will find a way in the, in the coming hour. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I said that if Tuca didn't work out going through that, that uh, the, the road the series, the three-game road series that they had, then it's not going to work out. And it didn't work out. Well, they're struggling. They're struggling without Marchand or Bergeron on the ice. They're on the road tomorrow afternoon visiting the Ottawa Senators. Puck drop at 12:30. And the only breaking Super Bowl news of the night: Rams tight end Tyler Higby is out for the game on Sunday with a knee issue. Join Gresh, Keith, Andy Hart, and Wiggy for NFL Sunday from 10 to 2 to get you set for Bengals Rams. I'm Matt Durant, and that's what's trending on Weei and Weei.com. More KJ on Weei Late Night coming up next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This may be a little bit more emotional than I uh, I was prepared for. Um, kind of caught off guard today because of Tommy's announcement this morning that he's hanging up his cleats. As parents, you don't like to see him having to battle, 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 battle. But tough times don't last. Tough people do. I'm just honored, honored to be his dad. Yeah, and happy as could be to be able to walk the journey with him. Late night, WEEI, live on 93.7 in Boston and across New England, it's KJ. And no, that wasn't Tom Brady being slow burned by Gresham Keefe. It's Tom Sr. On the trailer for the final episode of Man in the Arena. And that was the tip-off to a lot of people. Now, Dondero and I here said the day of the Rams-Bucks game, if Tom lost that game to the Rams, and we both believe that he would, 
that he would retire. Oh, no, he's going until he's 45. And that's where I explained, like, like in soccer, if you score a goal and the clock says 89-30, you've scored in the 90th minute. This is Tom's 45th minute, if you will. His 45th year. And, well, I guess Tom Sr. is going to have to step down off. I guess that's his curtain call, right? Like, who do you call now? Ghostbusters? You know, maybe Tom. Who knows? But if I think if there is one piece of motivation where Tom was getting ready to sit on his couch and grab the remote and then a piece of news hit, he said, ah, dumb, what? Is that Tom Brady should have been the MVP this year. See, I'm a, I, 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 I'm a fan of this. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you're the MVP of the league and you were just winning games left and right, I mean, think about it. You literally won the MVP missing a game because of not following some type of protocol. Well, Brady, right? like, Brady beat him on that too because he won the MVP missing four games for a fake investigation. Yeah, but that was because the league said so, right? We're, we're talking Aaron Rodgers who... Let's just face it. He's in a division where you just, I mean, literally you pick up your skateboard and you win the division. You know, Tom literally, like, when he went to the NFC, he found out they have this thing called the Saints. <laughs> and they have his number. Now, even though the Saints weren't as good this year, and it, yeah, the AFC South wasn't, but still, they, they, they were competed against. They had to fight other games. They had a primetime schedule. Tom threw for what, 4,000, 45 touchdowns? Almost 4,000 yards? At the age of 44? And Rodgers, who's the petulant child of all petulant children, I think. He's like the youngest of a whole tribe of, I don't know, people. (laughs) He's the youngest. Where if he did not win MVP, it's almost like, okay, since you didn't get to the Super Bowl and this isn't going to be your weekend celebrating or be able to confirm or deny Boomer Esiason's report that kind of went left on WFAN, here's your MVP trophy. He doesn't want Tom to suck all the life out of his air that he thinks he still deserves, which is his fourth MVP. And one Super Bowl, like it. Collect those participation trophies, son. But if there's one thing, there's one thing that might, right before Tom's left cheek is about to hit that couch, that retirement couch, the seat that's comfortable, the the one he's just going to sit in and relax his back, and he stands up. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. What if I go to San Francisco for a year? Because Aaron Rodgers wants that agreement. I mean, you just think... It's amazing how I will hear people say, oh, you should honor your contract and stuff like that. You're big, baby. You want to go. That's why I say that about Aaron Rodgers. I'm one of the few. Yeah, any other player. Imagine Dak Prescott was like, yeah. So, yeah, so next year I might not be here, so you probably should go ahead and work on a trade. You would hear so many adjectives in front of his name. Aaron Rodgers does it. It's like, well, you know, he needs to. Find his way. Green Bay isn't giving him what he wants. No, he hasn't given Green Bay what they want. More titles. Like, how many times can you beat up on the Bears and the Lions and the Vikings over and over and over again just to fail to reach your big goal? I'd have more respect for Aaron Rodgers if he lost in, like, three Super Bowls. If he made it like, you know, if he's like one in four in Super Bowls, okay. I mean, you're getting there. Gosh, the dude's bus stops at the same spot every time. And if there's one, and I I still believe that Tom will stay retired. You know, even though the Julian Edelman thing said, you know, maybe he gets to throw, he might be throwing a ball around in his backyard. Tops. But if he gets that itch. And there's a race to home, if you will, between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And Tom decides that, nope, I'm going to go run there and take that number 12. <laughs> He'll run Aaron out of the division. He'll run him out of the conference. Aaron Rodgers needs to be, he just needs to be honest with himself. Get on the phone with Tennessee. Talk to Vrabel. 
But see, I think even this is why where I think that's a perfect situation for him because the way Aaron Rodgers carries himself, the way he thinks, and how he promotes himself and so forth, Nashville is the ideal location. In fact, here's the award given to Aaron Rodgers winning his fourth MVP. First, I gotta I gotta say it's an honor to share the stage with Peyton Manning, a man who's won this award five times. You inspired Another a generation loser. of quarterbacks, myself included, buddy, and proud to share the stage with you tonight. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Green Bay Packers, Mark, Ryan, Russ, our incredible fan base. It's been uh, an amazing 17 years. So thankful for the memories and the moments over the years. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt LaFleur and his perfectly groomed eyebrows. <laughs> we have Matt, there you are. Bree, thank you, great job tonight on those. But in all seriousness, two out of three years winning this thing, you're a huge part of this. I love you, I appreciate you. Thanks for trusting me, supporting me, empowering me. Okay, and stop them, easy for stop them. Good gosh, Danica Patrick had to lay next to that for, for a couple of years. Jeez. Do you hear him? Oh, Matt LaFleur with his perfect eyebrows. Yeah, you you pull that crap with Belichick? You ever hear stuff like that? This is a guy who thinks he knows it all. And I would say you go to Vrabel, I would, I would love to see Vrabel just shut him down emotionally. Just like Aaron Rodgers disappears. He's in some dive bar in Nashville. <laughs> listening to Conway Twitty, drinking his sorrows away, not showing up to practice. Big drama. Why? Because v- Vrabel screamed at him. He screamed at me. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Pathetic. Look, he's got four MVPs. Peyton Manning's got five. And Tom Brady has bullet and by the cojones. Participation trophies. They're up there collected. That's why it's like, if there's that little milliliter of liquid that we get Tom off the couch, is let him get wind if Rodgers is talking about going to, you know, to the Bay Area and win it for his hometown and bring back the the glory to the glory days. Tom's like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Did you say glory? <laughs> I'll stomp a hole in that. But there was some great news. Pats Nation, to me, this guy is when you start talking about Belichick and defense and the Patriots, this is kind of like the the Frankenstein, the monster that was created. Not monster in the sense of monster, but this is like the, oh, wow. If I could have one of those, I could win championships. Here's Ty Law with the announcement of his buddy going to the Hall of Fame. You have the tie wall cut. This all-decade tackle was the cornerstone of our New England defense. A selfless, versatile talent who led us to the promised land time and time again. My big little brother, Richard Seymour. You can't talk about the Patriots dynasty without discussing Richard Seymour and some of these other defensive veterans that would come in and mix and match. Now, the story kind of, you know, kind of goes sideways a little bit at that time. But that's just part of the business portion of it, right? Business happens. I mean, what I mean, the the Raiders wanted Seymour so bad. But when he was here, unstoppable. Like you couldn't get past that edge. You weren't doing it. And to me, that set the tempo for everything that would come later on. You, look, you win three championships in the first four years, and you're there. Like I hear people say, well, what about DeMarcus Ware? And everything? Like, are you kidding? Did did they set it? He set it off for the Cowboys? Yeah, that's right, because that match still hasn't been lit for 25 years. You, when you're this is like if you're taking like an old testament, right? And you're like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of books in the old testament, but this dude could be considered Genesis or Exodus. Like that, that's how important Richard Seymour is. You dig what I'm saying, Matt? You may not be biblically inclined, but if you went to Sunday school a little bit, like you're like, hey, I don't know all the books, but I know there's a Genesis. I know there's an Exodus. I know there's a job guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Maybe he's Psalms. He's Psalms. Well, he wasn't here long enough to be a Psalm. Like that. But I mean, if like Tom is the Genesis, Richard Seymour is Exodus. For sure. That's how important he is. And here he is thanking Pat's Nation. Hey, Patriot Nation. We got some good news today. Uh, I'm your newest member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame class, class of 2022. Uh, you guys are have been so supportive over my career. Uh, we're going to celebrate this together. Um, anytime you achieve a, an award like this, there's so many uh, people that has helped you along your way and helped you along your journey. Um, I'm just so honored and grateful. You know, football has allotted me uh, so much. And uh, like I said, I'm so happy. And, uh, you know, we're going to celebrate tonight here in L.A., Super Bowls tomorrow. Or a couple of days from now. But anyway, we're in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm so excited. Let's go, Patriot Nation. Oh, one of the greats at the University of Georgia, for sure. Maybe one of their best defensive players of all time. Richard Seymour. Wow. So, Matt, you want to know how small the world is? I'll tell you this. This is just a personal story. So, Richard Seymour's business partner was actually a groomsman in my wedding. And so, when Richard Seymour came up for the Jets game, so forth, I was getting contacted. And so I was just kind of like, you know, look, enjoy yourselves. You know, this, this is not about me trying to run and catch up with you. I, I don't do that fanboy stuff at all. I don't. Like, if that's your time and you're up here, if we can catch up, cool. If we don't, enjoy yourself. Uh, like, it was, are you flying into Logan or into Providence? <laughs> like, that was, if, if, if you're flying into Providence, it's a quicker drive for you and stuff like that and so forth. And I pretty much laid out, like, what their day would be, and that's exactly what their day was going to be. But I was able to kind of get a view of like the process of how it goes on. And, and and here's what's really cool about it. He's a very humble guy, like a big, soft guy. Like, like this guy is a very, very humble, approachable guy. And because football has become such an offensive-minded sport now, everything is about who the quarterback is or who the receivers are. Um, sometimes... Defenders get lost in the sauce. We're not talking a guy who's Bruce Smith or Reggie White, but very, very important to the narrative of the current game of football. You know, there's so many people like, well, Tommy did this and Tommy did this. You know, look, Tom didn't play defense. The defense had to get stops and defense has got stops then. You know, like if Belichick is going to lay his hat on something, it's, it's, it's not the offense, it's the defense. And that's what those first three titles were about, right? Now, as you get into the later years with Tom with the other three, you know, like, it's just like air Tom. Like, if Tom wants to throw for 350 today, that's just what's going to happen. But those weren't those teams. Defense played a big part in it. And it's very good to see one of the good guys get honored in a great way for a great career who had a great impact, Richard Seymour. I'm trying hard to get him on the show. Like, like... If I could get him one at this time of night, oh my gosh. I'm trying. Doesn't mean I'll be successful, but I'm trying. All right. So I didn't get a chance to get to this because I was, I was, I, I forgot why I wasn't able to get to it, but it was a lot of the talk about Mac Jones. Uh, play Matt Judon talking about Mac Jones, and I'll get into some of the hoobala that's going on. Give me one second to grab that. Okay. No worries. So I'll set it up for you. So. A lot of talk has been about, like, where does Mac go moving forward? The arm strength. Um, I'll give you my thoughts here about what I saw at the Pro Bowl after the cut from Matt Judon. I got um, it right here, and if you want to hear it, here we go. He, he he's, he's not a scared rookie. He just, he just doesn't say a lot. He honestly doesn't say a lot. When you do talk to him and when you do kind of crack him, he's a great dude. Great dude, very professional, great leader. Uh, I think he has all the intangibles to be a great quarterback in this league for a long time. And I think he's showing that. I think he's showing that in him next season. I think he's going to be 100 times better. Okay. The right thing to say. I don't necessarily agree with 100% times better. That's a lot of improvement. 15% better? I'll take that. That's like no. That's no different than investment in return. Like if I got money on a book, and I get 15% return, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. 100%, I don't think that's just, I don't think that's realistic. So when I watched, I didn't even watch the Pro Bowl. It, it's something that showed up on my Twitter feed. And it's the highlight of Mac 
going through the whistle, running all the way to the end zone, and then doing this dirt dance to Gritty. If I was going to sit there and tell you I knew that's what it was, I wouldn't. But I'm also saying that, look, why be the answer to who was the comedic entertainment on the Titanic? That's how I saw Mac Jones. Let me say that again. Why be the answer to who was the comedic talent on the Titanic? The Pro Bowl was horrible. Nobody took it serious. Now, if I was Mac Jones, this is just me. If I was Mac Jones, I would be out there negotiating with these receivers. Hey, bro, I will throw you the ball 10 times in a row. I heard you got one year deal left, and we'd love to have you. Let me let me just work, let me work you. Not be doing dances past the whistle. That's what the Pro Bowl's always been about. Making deals amongst players to get free agents to their team. And what's the thing that most people are screaming? Get Mac a number one receiver. Oh, look at Mac. He's doing the gritty. No, you need to be doing the negotiating. Hey, Justin Jefferson, why don't you come off of that rookie deal? Dot, dot, dot. Let me work a couple of seam. What, what, what seam? What routes do you like to run? I wouldn't even hand the ball off. That's what I'm saying. Why be the answer to who was the comic relief on the Titanic when the Titanic is sinking? There's nothing enjoyable about seeing him do the gritty. Now, if he comes back and if Intel says, hey, look, sources have it that, like, Couple of guys at the Pro Bowl loved Mac Jones. Loved the way he got the ball to him. Sorry that he had a crisp arm. Loved the way he went out there and competed and had a little bit of fun playing football, not dancing. You know, like it, it played some of the tape. You know, like what's the guy from the Eagles' name that he went up to? I forgot the guy's name. Defensive back says, "Hey, yeah, remember when I burned you in training camp?" Like, Darius Slay. Darius Slay. Like, Where were you at? Where were you at the whole drive? The whole drive. The whole drive you're you're playing on your phone. You're supposed to be an ambassador to get well, so some of the I see what, what you're saying, KJ, but don't you think that him going out there having fun and sort of changing the narrative of the crunchy old, you know, hard nosed Patriots who, isn't terrible? Who was telling the jokes the night on the Titanic? Nobody asked that question. Now, they had the band playing. They had drinks going. I'm sure there was a comedian, but nobody wants to discuss who the comedian was on the Titanic, and that was the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is the Titanic. People are like, now, like, they're screaming all these different things that are absolutely crazy. Like, oh, they should, you know, they should let the the two worst teams play a game. Like, okay, like, you totally ignore the union. Like, they're not going to throw kids out there to play for the first-round draft pick. I say incentivize it, you know, like, check this out. So the first receiver to get over 100 yards, you pay him a million dollars. 10,000 bucks for every reception. Kicker that makes a field goal from 60 or more gets a million dollars. Now guys will play. Now you'll throw the ball. So, yeah, while it was a feel-good story for Mac to be there, the real good story would have been who did Mac connect with? The most famous case I can think of is when Steve McNair is at the Pro Bowl and he was still playing for the Titans at the time. And Ray Lewis was at the, was hey, Baltimore, we need a quarterback. We want you. Guess where Steve McNair went? To Baltimore. Why? Because they built, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, use that cachet now, Mac. If there are guys who are saying, you know what? Okay, you're here, and they're going to respect that you're here. Start working the scene. Start working, start working the, start working the room, son. Don't be the joke teller on the Titanic. Nobody... No, but you could Google it. You could find out who was members in the band. You could find out who some of the famous people were on the ship. You cannot find out who was the comedian telling jokes that night on the Titanic. Nobody wants to know that. And that's what Mac did. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call it as it is. I could care less. I could give a damn about a gritty. I want to see, like, you throw to some guy who gets 150. <laughs> oh, man, you throw a wonderful ball. Because that's how they start talking. Hey, that Mac Jones ball is so soft in the hands. And man, his arm's quicker than everybody's saying it is. That would be the move right there. I mean, didn't Brandon Marshall win Pro Bowl MVP and get traded because he put himself in the spotlight and all that? So if Mac fed a, fed the right receiver, he could have instigated a move. Yeah, a receiver is easy to trade. You do not trade your last year first round quarterback who won you eleven who won you 10, 11 games. 
Mac's here to stay. That's just that's, that's the bottom line. Mac is here to stay. Mac is not trade bait. Mac is, I mean, Mac is going to be the first guy that may see a $40, $50 million a year contract as a quarterback here in New England. I know people are going to be losing their face, but it, you, you can't outrun father time or the salary cap. Or you're just going to be moving on to another rookie after four years. So if Mac is here to stay and you know you're eventually going to be paying him $50 million a year, possibly, and not in the very far distant future, it's not going to be a long time from now. Start making these connections now because what if he doesn't go next year? What if he doesn't go again? Again, you you got to take the opportunity when it's in front of you to make these relationships with some of these guys who are going to say, you know what? I believe, man, I had a good time at the Pro Bowl. That guy threw me like eight passes, and I should have caught six of them. Or I should have caught, man, I would have caught all eight of them. Those things were so soft. It felt good on my hand, and they had, and they had zip on them too. But there he was doing the gritty. Telling jokes on the Titanic. All right, we wrap it up here next on WEEI Late Night with KJ. Talk a little bit of Bruins. And then also the conundrum of Valentine's Day being the day after Super Bowl. I'll explain next here on WEEI. Shea's shot scores. A wrist shot from the blue line through a screen. It's six love. (laughs) <laughs> the Bruins, they just can't seem to get over Hartford. I mean, Carolina. And then you have the governor of North Carolina yapping his mouth as well. I, you know, there's a very good chance the Bruins and the Hurricanes will face each other in the first round in the Eastern Conference. And and I'll just say, with all this talk, yip-yapping from Roy Cooper, I say we make a trip down to North Carolina, New England. You just show up in our sweaters. All right, David and Wayman, thank you so much for calling late night here on WEEI. Go ahead. Hey, guys, um, I got two points on Mac Jones uh, right. that I'd like to make. The, fir- the first one is I'm listening to all the on-air personalities last couple this week talking about uh, how goofy he was and how you know silly he was at the Pro Bowl and all that. And that's not what we want. We want someone serious. Well, Judon on the radio yesterday spoke about how everyone really liked the kid out there. And he also mentioned how, you know, what everyone's perceiving him to be at practice, in the meetings, and on the field – they see something totally different. You know, uh, the kid led Alabama to a national championship, and he, he wasn't carried there. He had a pot in that. The kid's good. And uh, all these David, other players, yeah. Go ahead, finish your thought. And all these other players, I'm sure that he's out there acting good, but he was mic'd up, and he was out there a young kid. I'm sure all the other players saw the stuff that Judon sees. So I and, think it, he's it, a commodity. Yeah, thanks for the call, David. I appreciate it. To those points, one, doing all that is called shucking and jiving. And if you've got to shuck and jive to impress people, you will jive turkey. And Matt Judon is never going to speak out against his quarterback. Come on, that's, I mean, that's rule number one. Never outshine the master. Right now, Mac Jones is the quarterback. He's the face of the franchise. He's the team. You don't speak out against him, even if you think it's silly. I can. All right, Kevin in Springfield, you're on WEI. Thanks for calling. So I, I object to the fact that because Mac Jones is enjoying his time at the Pro Bowl, that he's also not making those connections with prospective free agents. So you're allowed to do both. Right? You can have fun, do the gritty in the end zone, and make those connections. How about, and additionally, connect, how, about, how about making a connection on a couple of slant rights? Let me see what you do on a hook route. Let me see what you do on a fade route. Let me let me show you what I how I can put the ball to you. I could care less he about did that dancing 68%, skills. Sixty eight percent of the time, he but, he was and, amongst and, league and, leaders in completion and, percentage. And in, in the Pro Bowl, he did As this because it, it, no, in the Pro Bowl, remember everybody's screaming, Mac needs a number one. We're here, all these number ones. Boys, are you going to dance for your food or are you going to work for your food? I would rather work for my food than the shuck and jive for my food like Mac did out there. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the call. Yeah. Shucking and jiving. Good times. Dude was JJ out there. I know that's a dated reference. I know, the, I know the reference. You sort of you may have mentioned it to semi-pro. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't call me a jive. You call me a jive turkey? <laughs> I don't know. I called you. I can't say what he called him. Jackie Moon said, no, but you just called me a jive turkey. 
Yeah, shucking and jiving out there. Mac doing a little dance. <laughs> if that was, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there. Because if I went there, the argument would be, hey, maybe you should buddy up to some of these receivers you need instead of being out there shucking and jiving and dancing for your supper. Again, as I said, nobody asked who was the uh, who was the opening act for the comedy show on the Titanic the night it went down. Bad product, it, acting a fool. Now, look, when they had them mic'd up, they knew what they were doing. And like I said, it wasn't a bad PR move for the league to have Mac Jones at the Pro Bowl, even if he's like the 17th alternative. Who cares? The guy's like top 10 in sell jerseys. He's probably one or two in youth jerseys. So you want to have eyes on the game. I just say at the game, <laughs> tell me five routes you like to run, and I will throw you the ball five times in a row. Take the tape back home. See what you can see what we could do. We could do something. I just need one of y'all to come back to New England with me. Just one. After I do my dance in the inner zone for my chicken dinner. <sighs> I'll be back Monday night here on WEEI Late Night. Live on 93.7 in Boston and across New England. Don't forget, Super Bowl Sunday. We've got you covered with Wiggy, Resh, Keith, Fourier. Is Fourier back? No. Is no, that... no Fourier, but it's Andy Hart, so still Andy football. Hart. Yeah, so all football talk leading you straight into the Super Bowl that you can hear live on WEEI. Have a great night. Enjoy yourself. Thank you so much for hanging out. Be good to each other. See ya. The home of Patriots Monday with Bill Belichick and Matt Jones is Sports Radio WEEI. Get ready for the game with a trip to Shaw's. You'll tackle your hungry team with Shaw's party platters. Pick up sandwich platters, wing platters, shrimp platters, veggie platters. Shaw's can help you score a touchdown with all your fans. Just order ahead in store, by phone, or online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's party platters are made fresh, so you always win. That's Shaw's.com. Or contact a store to order ahead. Shaw's, perfecting the art of fresh since 1860. If you run restaurants, you know how much of a revenue boost football season can be for takeout and dine-in. Don't lose sales due to poor customer phone experiences. Let Unified Office greatly boost your profits at unifiedoffice.com. Unifiedoffice.com. We are all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. Get to know your local beekeeper. You can make sure they don't use chemicals in the hive and that they only sell surplus honey. Join Odyssey. And together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Hey, it's Lou. Let me tell you about my new friends at Flag and Anthem. Real clothes for real life. Now, I got to meet the founders the other day. Good dudes. Everyday guys who make premium clothes without the premium price tag. Now, they make the best flannels, jeans, hoodies, and much more. It's clothing for your everyday lifestyle. I absolutely love the quarter zip pullover. And their made flex performance gear is the most comfortable pullover I've ever worn. Join NFL stars Christian McCaffrey and Justin Herbert who up their wardrobe with Flag and Anthem. Visit them at flagandanthem.com. Feel good and look good. Flagandanthem.com. Hey, it's Scott McLaughlin from WI Skate Podcast. Check out new episodes every week as Brian DeFelice, Bridget Prue, and I break down all things Bruins, their latest games, news, rumors, and moves as they hit the stretch run in the playoffs. Get the Skate Podcast on WI.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Skate Podcast is brought to you by Red River, a technology transformation company. From the cloud to cybersecurity to mobility and more, Red River has you covered. Technology decisions aren't black and white think red visit redriver.com for more guys are you still looking for a great valentine gift for your special someone then give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all with soft silky naturally nude pajamas available exclusively from pajamagram.com sensuous and smooth naturally nude pajamas feel just like her own soft skin She'll love slipping these on every night they are so soft and luxurious they'll melt away her stress She'll love the feeling of wearing next to nothing at all, and you'll love the way they look. Check them out at pajamagram.com. Best of all, every pajamagram includes free gift packaging, which means you don't have to wrap a thing. So get her naturally nude pajamas. Just go to pajamagram.com or text the word GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to 41234. 
Again, text the word GIFT to 41234 to order naturally nude pajamas. It's fast, it's easy, and delivery by Valentine's Day is guaranteed. It's Rich Keefe here for Cars for Kids. Do you have a car you're looking to get rid of? Whether it's a few years old or downright ancient, Cars for Kids will take your car in any condition. They have over 100 towers ready and waiting to pick up your car and fast. That's why hundreds of thousands of people ditched their cars and donated them instead. And that great service has earned Cars for Kids an average 4.9 star rating in the process. Try it yourself. Call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or go to carsforkids.com. They don't just say it's convenient, it is convenient. When you donate your car to Cars for Kids, you're not stuck haggling with potential buyers and wondering if you got a good deal. They offer you the best way to get rid of your car online and get a full tax deduction. No shady buyers, no lowball offers, and no pressure. With Cars for Kids, you get professional service, a convenient pickup, a maximum tax deduction, and even a good deed. Donate today by calling 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.com. Remember, that's Cars with a K. They're Cars for Kids, and they'll give you the donation experience you deserve. Try it. You won't regret it. 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS and carsforkids.com. Are you a technician looking to make a power move in your career? FM Generator is adding skilled technicians to their electrified team now. FM Generator has been keeping businesses and homeowners powered for over 50 years and is the perfect place to grow your career, giving opportunities for growth and mentorship, stability, and a competitive competition. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 